This is a podcast about networking. Networking is the ability to communicate and establish relationships to help you and others progress in their future endeavors. In light of the world changing right in front of our eyes, it's very important now more than ever to learn and master the skill of networking. It used to just be about physical networking, but with social media now being a part of our daily lives, the ability to share dialogue has shifted from face to face to screen to screen. Today, more people are becoming more social on social media and missing the tools of how to be social in real life. In order to establish your network, you have to learn how to communicate both on and off the screen. Creating and maintaining your network is the key to unlocking your potential within yourself and opens the door to the endless possibilities of a successful future. This podcast teaches you how to establish your network and how to maintain relationships on and off your screen. Hey, nice to meet you. The Networking Podcast, hosted by Desiree Jones. It's a pleasure to meet you. Talk soon. Hey, hey, nice to meet you. Welcome to the Networking Podcast. My name is Desiree Jones, or Des for short, and welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to establish your network and maintain relationships both on and off your screen. Today's topic, my story and why I'm so passionate about networking. So of course, when it comes to networking, it is a skill and it is something that I feel is slowly getting lost in the world of digital platforms and metaverses. And today I feel like more people are becoming more social on social media and missing the tools of how to be social in real life. And with everything going on in the pandemic, we're heading into a new year. So I am shooting this on um, December 30th, 2021. And I'm going to start this journey of podcasting, start this journey of talking about networking because I have used networking in my life. Um, I'm a recent graduate from Hampton University. I am currently working in the financial sector. I'm an entrepreneur. I had a video, or I still have a company, Promo Jones, um, does video editing, video content for small businesses. And throughout my journey in college and graduating college, I have learned so much and networking has kind of helped me maneuver through all the obstacles, even in the pandemic, like even though we were all digital, like I still was able to network and communicate and maintain the relationships that I had in college, outside of college, and it has led me to opportunities that I would never have dreamed of. So with that being said, I'm making this podcast because I feel like networking is super crucial for anyone and everyone that's trying to get to where they need to go or where they're purposely meant to go in their lives. Um, I do believe everyone has a purpose. And if you find that purpose, like you're one step closer to being a better you. And I feel like my purpose right now in this season is to put out this podcast about networking because it is going to be a crucial, crucial skill set that I believe everyone should learn to master. And once you master networking, you're definitely able to achieve all the dreams and anything you set your mind to. And I am living example. So welcome to the networking podcast. If you don't know how to network, this is the right place you are at. This is the place. So come with me as I take you on this journey of networking, learning how to communicate, learning how to follow up because following up is very important. So we're going to go through a series of things and we're just going to get things started. All right, turn up. So today's topic is my story. And of course, 
before we get into the topic of my story and how I came to get to where I am, I'm also going to talk about um, a series. So each section or what do you call it? Like a like a series that or what do you call it? a segment? There you go. Segment. New of this, guys. All right. So first segment is the book of the day. Reading is a reading is fundamental. OK, reading is fundamental and it's very important to continue to make it a habit, whether it be audiobooks or um, reading actual words on a page. If you prefer audiobooks, that's fine, but there's just something about the touch of a book and the flip of a page that just brings you solitude. Well, it brings me solitude, like to the mind. And so, with that, we're gonna talk about today's book. And um, the first book of this podcast that I would like to shout out that I have read, mind you, with every book of the day I have read. So, I want to make sure that if anyone has books, or they they think the book that I should read or whatever, you know, I love reading. So I'm definitely open to reading new books. Um, and I love having book clubs like that is that is amazing to me. So the first book in light of everything happening right now, I'm going to go ahead and show it to y'all because I'm also recording this through video. Um, the first book is called Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. This is the book Battlefield of the Mind. I chose this book because this is one of the first books I read when I felt like my life hit a brick wall. Everything was literally a hot mess. Um, I'll never forget she used to use, oh, excuse me. I'll never forget she used the term stinking thinking and how it's important to think about what you're thinking about, seriously. Um, This also leads back to critical thinking and questioning why things are the way they are. This can also be applied to why you are the way you are. How, how did you get here? How did you get to where you are? And I had to ask myself those questions when I was in a really, really rough patch like two years ago. Um, like, how did I get to where I was today? Or how did I get to where I am today? And what do I need to do to get where I aspire to go? And Battlefield of the Mind was one of the books that helped me essentially think about what I was thinking about and helped me push through my doubt my doubts and you know push through my anxiety push through my anxious moments on my journey to being better because the the goal in life is to be better and I believe reading books and having books that help you be better like self-help books financial books anything like that um is is crucial especially in times of confusion in times of heartbreak in times of loss in times of just you don't know what's happening but you know that things will get better Having a book like Battlefield of the Mind teaches you how to understand your mind, understand what you think about in your mind, and also realize that sometimes what happens in our mind doesn't reflect the reality that's being put in front of us. Like if things are going great one day and all of a sudden you start having these negative thoughts, that could be another force, could be the enemy trying to set you off on another path. So it's important to really think about what you're thinking about. And Battlefield of the Mind is a good book to kind of help you get through that, help you understand who you are, help you think about what have you been thinking to get you to this point and what else can you think about to get you to that next level. So that is the book of the day. It's called Battlefield of the Mind, Winning the Battle in Your Mind by Joyce Myers. Love her so much. And she has literally gotten me through everything from high school, middle school to high school to college. And, you know, and in in light of where we are right now with the pandemic and, and the viruses and all of that, our mind is 
probably one of the most powerful things and powerful tools that we need to learn how to guide, learn how to take control of. So Battlefield of the Mind, first book, check it out. If you have the book, let me know. Like say, I have Battlefield of the Mind. What's your favorite chapter? Tag me, let me know um, on the book, at the book of Des. And, um, you know, send me, send me something. And you can also find this podcast um, on Spotify, on Apple, anywhere podcasts are available. So any type of comments, any type of reviews are super, super crucial because I'm not stopping this thing for a while because at this moment in time, networking is crucial. And I'm on a mission to help millions of people learn how to network, millions of college students, millions of professionals, millions of just young kids having the ability to commute to communicate on and off the screen. You can network on a platform, on social media, but it's also good to connect with people in person because when the time comes, prayfully, you will be able to communicate with people. And I feel like right now, I don't know if it's just me, but because I'm in the house all the time, like I don't want to talk to people anymore. (laughs) I don't feel like it, but you have to. Like it's a way of life. We're humans. We're meant to communicate with people. So networking, networking podcast, this is it, we're here. So let's get more into me, my story. Why am I passionate about networking? So I've always enjoyed connecting with people and just hearing their stories, you know? Like I enjoy talking and learning as well. And you know, I'm an HBCU grad, shout out to Hampton University, OFIO 16. And before that, I went to Norcross High School. So shout out to Norcross High School Blue Devils, Gwinnett County. I was in IB and AP classes uh, while I was in orchestra, while in leadership roles. I was just everywhere. Like I was everywhere, to be honest. And that's always how my life has been. So I've had a lot of conversations and met a lot of great people and listened, listening to people. Like I've loved listening to people as well. So I was trained on networking when I was in the MBA program at Hampton University. So it was there where I learned how to talk to people with confidence, impromptu speaking, firm handshakes, and navigating through a professional work environment. And I never started, you know, understanding the importance of networking until attending the Power Networking Conference. Yes. So the Power Networking Conference was my first conference I went to when I was at Hampton University, um, my first professional conference. And this was a conference created by George Frazier, showcasing the importance of building wealth and connecting with African-American community. So I was over the moon because I never knew about conferences. I was just absorbing everything. So in order to accomplish anything you want out of life, it literally starts with networking. Your network is indeed still your network. And the more you embrace that, the more you'll be able to get what you want out of life. And in times like today, you know, although it seems like we're all far apart, sooner or later, we'll have to step out of your comfort zone and start a conversation with someone. And you just never know, like you never know what could happen just by saying something to somebody. It could spark a conversation. It can lead to opportunities. And, you know, you may also have to continue to build these relationships over time. So while I was at the Power Networking Conference, I met a lot of amazing people that I still keep in touch to to this day. And when I went to the Power Networking Conference, 
excuse me, when I went to the Power Networking Conference, it was um, based in Dallas at the time. So um, I met a lot of awesome people. Like I knew, I didn't know anything about business cards. Everybody had business cards. Um, You know, everybody had their own companies and businesses and books. And I was just kind of like, wow, like I was over social media at the time. Like I was like, this is cool. Let's, let's see where this all, this all headed. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a lot sometimes when it comes to communicating with people, but it is very important. And at the end of the day, you know, I've done it, I'm still doing it. And it's one of the things um, to, to help connect. And it's another thing to follow up, you know, like the term follow up, y'all get back to you, following up, reach back out, continue to do that over time. You know, that is something that I feel like is also missing. Like we have the conversation, but then what happens next? What what do we do next? Do you reach out to them? How do you reach out to them? Where do how do you have their contact? Like there's so much that goes into it, but we're going to break it down in this podcast. So, this next segment is called Then it all went left. Then it all went left. So, this is a segment where I talk about a situation that went totally terrible and how networking Turned it all back around. And this story is how I really knew I've mastered networking and building relationships because if it wasn't for the relationships with my friends and my colleagues that I had during that time, I literally would not be here today. So I graduated in 2018 um, at Hampton University and I was interning um, over the summer in London, which is also a great opportunity that also had to do with networking. Then that will be another podcast we talk about. So when I came back to the States after interning over the summer, so I graduated in 2018 that um, spring, I went to London in the summer and pulled up to Hampton like, skirt, yup, I made that song. And that song helped me get to London in the summer. And then when I came back to the States in the fall, I ended up staying with my parents because I needed to find a job. I wanted to find a job in London, but it didn't work out the way I wanted to. And I had to come back home. So I was job hunting and job hunting, let me tell you, is so hard. Like it was, you think it's hard now? It was hard back then too. And I applied and I applied and I finally got a prominent news company role Um, saved up all my money and moved like to a whole other state where the job was. And I just stayed with friends and family. So that was great. So the internship that I had um, at this prominent news company, the internship was from January to April. Okay. But I was only there for less than three weeks because I was told by the director and HR that I wasn't a good fit. And I wasn't even there for a month. And they said I had to bounce. They were like, see you later. And I was Florida because like I wasn't even there long enough for them like to see my potential only for them to let me go. So I was in a new city. I had no job in a city. I had like no I didn't know like anything about anything about the city. And I was terrified. And it was at this moment I had to figure out what I was going to do because my plans took an uppercut to the jaw of my life. Yes. So I ended up moving back home and going back to applying for jobs. So went from London to my parents' house to moving to another state, saving up all my money to not even being there for like a month 
to move back home to my parents and apply for jobs. So um, that was a very low point for me because when you graduate college, like it was like high school, it was college. I mean, graduating in general, when you're graduating, like that's a time of celebration. But at the same time, the goal is to work somewhere or, or work for yourself. So that led into this chapter. Um, I started for me in 2019 and I call it life of the gab years. Graduated and broke. Yeah. So I ended up getting back into my videography and video editing work. And I got asked to work, you know, in the Bahamas by my mentor. And I was like, wow, this is, awesome. this is really cool. Like I connected with them back in Hampton and we kept in touch. So I went to different conferences connecting with business owners and got a few clients. But here's the thing about entrepreneurship. Um, it also has its hills and valleys because there'll be one time when, when in business when you're first starting out, you know, like you'll be making money, you'll be doing great. And then all of a sudden, like you can go broke again Bruh. without any without even knowing. And and that's that's entrepreneurship. So while I was an entrepreneur and working and traveling and stuff, you know, I was serving tables at Texas Roadhouse, then working at working an unpaid internship which did have a silver lining but ultimately i got let go from them too because i was told i wasn't a good fit so when in actuality i'm not gonna talk too much about them but in actuality they had a terrible toxic work environment like the other company and terrible glass door reviews but um so yeah 2019 for me was not the best year so in 2019 i went from interning in new york said New York to by the end of the year working at the Macy's Pink Pig in downtown Atlanta taking photos of kids getting cursed out by parents yeah I got cursed out by a couple parents and then um COVID happened and that's the start of the pandemic so I was still low-key miserable and I was a gab you know I was living my gab years graduated and broke living my gab years before COVID hit so then COVID-19 happened in the start of the pandemic. Mind you, I was still looking for a job. <laughs> and this was year two into my gap year. And um, I had a falling out with my parents and ended up taking a seasonal job at Home Depot and supporting myself paycheck to paycheck with my business, still keeping me afloat. Um, and, you know, I also didn't have a car. I didn't have a car. So... Lord, I'm going to tell you, these gab years, and this is how I know I was determined. I didn't have a car, so I used to take a scooter to work at 4.30 a.m. to get to work by 5 a.m. And I wasn't in the city. Like, this was just a road you take if you were in, like, the forest somewhere um, to get to a main road of a town. So it does sound pretty crazy now that I think about it, and I still have my scooter as like uh, uh as a time to remember but you know it still sounds insane but i did that for three months i worked from five at, as a seasonal seasonal employee at home depot i worked from 5 a.m to like 9 a.m just water and flowers so i used to wake up 4 30 a.m take my scooter to work 5 a.m get off by 9 a.m take my scooter back and then work on my company for the rest of the day um so you know i and also at that time i couldn't afford i was so broke i couldn't even afford a lift so I had to save money somehow and, you know, decided to invest in in uh, some type of vehicle that I didn't need to pay insurance for. So a scooter was my only solution. So one day 
I attended a virtual conference and met an alumni virtually from my alma mater. Um, so at this moment, you know, I was feeling really, really low. Like I was feeling really low. I knew I had hope, but I knew that at that moment, like I was literally sitting in sadness. I was sitting in depression. I was like, I graduated college. Like I switched my major from MBA to marketing. I got my own company. Like I'm smart. Like I love social media. I was in social media. Nobody's hiring. Like what is going on? Like, is it me? Like, am I, am I the bad one? Like, is it me? Like that, that remember that? Yes. Like, am I the, what's going on? What did I do wrong? So Mind you, while still working at Home Depot, I attended a virtual conference and met an alumni. And, you know, we met before in person and we DM'd each other on Instagram, but we officially set up a Zoom call to talk about our experience at the virtual conference. So um, a few weeks later, after I got an email about a fellowship they wanted to consider me for, um, she she gave me a recommendation. Like, I'll, I'll explain one day she'll be on the podcast, but like, you know, when we had the conversation at the conference, I was just kind of like, you know, my life's a mess, but you know, I'm hoping for the best. And little did I know, a few weeks later, she told me about a fellowship program. Um, and it was the HBCU VC fellowship. So that's, that's how I knew about it. So while I was in, I, I wasn't sure how it was going to work out, but I applied. And a few weeks later, um, I, I got in, I really wasn't sure, but I got in. So while in the fellowship, I went, like, I would go to work in the morning, take my scooter at 4.30 a.m., drive down a really long road in the dark. I had lights on. I had my little speaker attached to the scooter just to kind of keep me, keep my hopes up. Yeah, this is, this is determination right here, guys. So while in the fellowship, I would go to work in the morning, do the assignments after work, and then attend the sessions at night. So HBCU VC Fellowship, and if anyone doesn't know what HBCU VC is, HBCU VC is a venture capital fellowship for um, minorities, African-Americans, indigenous, um, LGBTQ, um, Latinx, anyone that's in a minority. Like it's an organization geared toward helping um, minority students and alumni, because I was an alumni, alumni um, about uh, venture capital. So teaching us about the importance of venture capital, teaching us the basis of venture capital, um, networking with amazing venture capitalists and venture capital firms. So I definitely learned a lot. So at this point, you know, I joined and after I joined, I was still looking for a job. So at this point, I was headed into 2021 and halfway through the fellowship, still working at Home Depot with my marketing degree and the faith to push forward. And um I, I updated my resume, I revamped it a, a little bit, and I started applying again. I had a few interviews, but by the end of the April, so by the end of April 2021, I got an internship with an amazing company, and then that internship turned to a full job. So 2019 was my life of the gab, and, you know, life of the gab, graduated and broke. So I interned in New York, got let go within a month of being there. That was when God got my attention. I relieved, uh, relied heavy on Promo Jones, my company, um, without any other options. I got an un unpaid internship, which, ugh, like, that's another conversation we'll talk about. I got an unpaid internship. I got let go from that within, like, three weeks. Then, um, that internship, though, although it was unpaid, it led me to become a ColorCom fellow. Um, ColorCom is color communications for... Um, women of color 
that are in marketing communication. So I end up getting a, I end up joining the um, HBCU Next Gen Fellowship, and then that was a ColorCon fellow. I worked at the Pink Pig downtown. I had clients that failed. I got cursed out all the time by clients and by the Pink Pig people. Like I just got cursed out. Just I don't know. Everybody was just mad. I was serving at Texas Roadhouse, and I was still applying for jobs. So. Um, you know, the one thing I learned about that is when you are in that season of just your lowest point, you cannot isolate yourself forever. Eventually, you're going to have to talk to somebody and eventually you're going to have to create a plan. So what did I learn throughout all of this? You know, um, throughout this journey of my, my mad gab, my mad gab years, um, from graduating to getting let go to having clients with my company to continuing to push forward, I, I learned a lot. But one of the main lessons I learned is that you want, if you want something out of life, right? If you want something out of life, it may not make sense to anyone when it comes to how you get there, right? It may not make sense. But if you make a plan, you be consistent. And you have the mental toughness, by the foot of the mind, um, mental toughness, you can indeed get there. But you cannot get there without the help of others. If I decided to not reach out to my alumni during the conference, like I, I wouldn't be here. You know, the relationship never would have been there to begin with for them to consider me to apply. And I had to step past the fear of rejection and get rid of my stinking thinking, even in terrible situations. And it was ultimately up to me to say something to get myself aligned with the right people in the right direction. So networking is what helped me with my business. It's what helped me get to London. It's what helped me with several opportunities. It's what helped me to get, to get my full-time role. It's what helped me to navigate through rough times. And with that, we are here. I am here to help you navigate through that space of how to start conversations with people because that is literally all it could take to jumpstart the goals that you have. So that is the segment of when it all went left. So... Once it all went left, sometimes it has to go left to go right, you know, and there's a lot of times in my life where things have gone left. And I'm sure there's been a lot of times in your life where things have been gone left, but that doesn't mean that it's going to stay that way. So this next segment is called the 100 Commandments of Confidence. So if anyone follows me on TikTok or follows me on Instagram at the book of does, the book of does, so T-H-E-B-O-O-K the book of of des you see we're trying to figure out dvc lord it's, it's all gonna be there but i i'm a confident person and i started this series on instagram just to see you know 100 commandments of confidence so i would put out what makes me confident this is what you should learn about number one number two whatever so i'm gonna bring that to this podcast because when it comes to networking you don't want to be scared or in, or like timid when you're talking to people you want to be confident because when when people hear you and look at you and see that you're confident they they become attracted to that they become 
they want to hear more they want to see more what you what you're trying to say but if you're talking really timid and i don't really know what to say and oh my god you're freaking out like that's not gonna get you nowhere fam sorry but you gotta be confident so this segment is called 100 commandments of confidence so number one speak positivity into yourself that's the first commandment of confidence from the network of podcasts hey nice to meet you the network of podcast segment 100 commandments of confidence number one speak positivity into yourself confidence is about knowing that even when it may seem crazy outside i'm good on the inside i am strong i'm going to be okay i am open to more and open to better talking to yourself i believe is pretty important Because if you talk bad about yourself, you're opening yourself up to negativity. You must reject it. Reject the negativity. Reject the negative self-talk. And speak into yourself in a positive manner. Once you speak positive, you will be positive. And the more positive you are, the more confident you become. Does that make sense? You like it? So speak some positivity to your life today. You can do it. Speak positivity into the new year. You're going to have a great year. It doesn't matter what's going to happen down the road. Like, it's going to be a great year. I'm going to have a great year. And I'm going to be phenomenal and successful. I said this in 2019. I said this during my gab years, my graduated and broke years. I was like, you know, I'm about to pull up in my car. I didn't have a whip. I'm going to have a nice car. I'm going to have a nice place. Like, it's going to be really awesome. 2019 still staying with my parents but I was visualizing I was thinking it I was reading Battlefield of the Mind and I was like this is gonna be it two years later I'm in my own place I have my own car and it's a really nice car because I made the right decision early on and I'm living everything that I talked about in a positive way so number one speak positivity into your life speak positivity into yourself all right Oh, excuse my voice. I'm talking. I'm getting hype. So the last thing I want to talk about is, you know, a follow up hack because this is the networking podcast and you can't have there's no way to network without understanding what it means to follow up. And um, before we go, you know, I wanted to end it with a better way to follow up with someone because, you know, following up is necessary. So what is a follow up? What is that? A follow up is an action of reaching out to someone after you have already established a dialogue with somebody or like established a conversation because you can have a dialogue face to face or you know reaching out having messages in social media or through email so when you follow up with someone you know following up with someone when you want to continue a conversation or start a new one with the same person again that is that is that's the point of following up you follow up with someone when you want to continue a conversation or start a new one with the same person again following up is one of the hardest things people seem to grasp so here's a quick tip that could help follow up hack the holidays and birthdays we have just finished christmas we finished thanksgiving we still got new year's So holidays are a great great way to reconnect with people and it brings a sense of commonality, 
between people and a great way to segue into starting a conversation or a request of any kind to someone. So New Year's, Happy New Year. Hope all is well with your family. We'll love to talk more. All of that, right? So holidays, holidays, birthdays. You got a holiday, they got a holiday coming up or a birthday coming up. That is a great way to start your networking, start your following up. And now we got the outro. So if you have any networking questions, this, my name again is Desiree Jones or Des for short. Um, if you have any networking questions or if you like this or if you see where it's going, like you you want to know more about how to network, you know, email us at hey, nice to meet your podcast at gmail.com. I haven't really made the email yet, but um, for now, just email me at, uh, what, what are we emailing me at? We're emailing me at... Um, Desironi42 at gmail.com. So D E Z I R O N I 42 at gmail.com. So that'll be the, the Gmail right now because I'm still starting this up. We're going to see. But, you know, if you have any networking questions, if you thought this is a great um, segue or you kind of want to know more or have any questions about networking, we're going to make it happen. So make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other any other platforms and i hope these takeaways take you to greatness it was nice meeting you thank you for listening and shine bright bye